Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you sell yourself with more confidence and take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode number three of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. Today's topic, my friends, is all about how saying sorry all the time is limiting your career authority. Now, I know a lot about this topic for a number of different reasons. One, I have seen it firsthand in a number of people that I've worked with. But more importantly, I was this person myself for a really long time. And truth be told, I still fall back into that behavior from time to time, but I've got enough awareness now to be able to catch myself, learn from it, and then move forward quickly and make sure I don't continue to do it. Now, today's topic, to be really clear up front, today's topic is not about not ever apologizing in the workplace. That is not what this is about. Today's topic is for those people who know that they will often start a sentence with, sorry, but it's just my opinion. Or they'll start emails apologizing for a response taking too long, even though it might've only been 20 minutes. Or people who lean back so others can constantly lean forward. People who shrink themselves, both literally and figuratively, so that other people can take up more space. People who apologize without even, without even realizing. Somebody might step on your foot, yet you'll be the one who apologizes for it. That is who this podcast episode is for. Because the language that we use is so important for our career success. And when we constantly undermine ourselves through our use of language, we can also negatively impact our career success, our chances of promotion, of pay rises, of stretch opportunities, because we can at times give off the appearance that we're not ready, that we're not confident enough that we don't even believe in what we're saying because we're constantly second guessing or apologizing for what we're saying through our language. So I want you to just think about this for a moment and see if you can see yourself in any of the the examples that I'm just about to give you. So you might start to speak up in a meeting and then somebody else speaks speaks over you at exactly the same time. You instinctively stop talking and then you apologize. Sound familiar? You email an idea through for a new process that could save your organization a huge amount of time and money. Your email starts with, sorry, I could be wrong about this, but sound familiar? Or you schedule a meeting with a key stakeholder that you work with that they have asked you to schedule. They then say that they can't make that time and ask you to reschedule. You apologize for that. You apologize again and again and again and again every single day. We do it so much sometimes that it is so ingrained in our language and so ingrained in the way that we show up that we don't even realize it. But what we continue to do 
is undermine ourselves, our value, our worth. And in order to really show up with confidence, in order to be able to sell ourselves with confidence, we must use language that ensures people can see that we believe in what we're saying. Because if we don't, who the hell else will? We need to get on top of saying sorry all the time if we don't want to limit our career authority and our credibility. Now, I know a lot about this, as I said before, because I was terrible for this. I remember, and I am grateful for this day, but I remember being pulled aside in a meeting one day with a colleague of mine who is now a very dear friend, and I am forever grateful to them for doing this to me. But they pulled me aside and they said, what are you apologizing for, Claire? And I looked at them and I said, what do you mean? And they said, what are you apologizing for? What is it that you have to say sorry for? And I said, I don't, I don't understand what you're asking me because I truly had no awareness that saying sorry all the time was such a bad habit of mine until this moment. And they said, you just sat in that meeting and you apologized five times. Why? What are you apologizing for? And I remember stepping back and going, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I didn't realize that I did. But from that moment onwards, I became acutely aware of just how often I was doing it. I would apologize almost at the start of every email. Sorry for the delay. Sorry for taking too long to come back to you. Sorry, but I can't do that time, but I'll cancel everything in my schedule to make myself available for you. Sorry, I could be wrong, but sorry, this is just my opinion. Sorry that I have a a different idea to you. Sorry, 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 (laughs) right? Like it was just so ingrained in my vocabulary and I wasn't even aware of it. But once I started, once the awareness was drawn to it by this dear colleague of mine, I became very aware of just how much I was underselling myself and just how much I was undermining myself through my own use of language. I was essentially giving permission to everybody around me all the time to not really have to take my thoughts, ideas, opinions seriously, because I wasn't. I wasn't taking them seriously. I wasn't respecting myself. I wasn't respecting my own thoughts or my own opinions. I wasn't backing myself. And this is something that I see play out all the time in other people, particularly women. And I will often have clients come to me and say, I, you know, I'm not able to communicate confidently or assertively. I don't feel like I'm able to really lay my opinion out on the table. So I apologize for it. You know, I kind of buffer it at either end or sugarcoat it by saying, oh, it's just my opinion or I could be wrong. You know, and we, we are apolo- we're taking ourselves out of the game before we're even putting ourselves in it. And a lot of the time it isn't, it isn't conscious, but what we are doing through the use of our language and saying sorry all the time is that we're reducing our own impact and our own presence. And what I then often see play out When we talk about things like career success and we talk about promotions and pay rises and stretch opportunities and bonuses and and all these things that for a lot of us are are what we're here for or what we're in the game for is when you throw a bunch of executives or leaders in a room and we start talking about succession planning and future-proofing talent and who are we going to look at for this next round of promotions or opportunities, I've lost count of the number of times I've heard a comment where somebody's name will be put forward, you know, with a whole list of the reasons why that they might be a great candidate for a stretch opportunity. But then the next comment might be, however, 
they appear to not sell themselves with confidence or they appear to, to be unconfident or not believe in what they're saying. They appear to not believe in their own capabilities. And when we dig a little bit deeper and we look at the behaviours and the clues as to why we're sending that message, it stems from our language, stems from the way we articulate our ideas and our thoughts and our beliefs. It stems from the way that we undermine ourselves and therefore send that message that we aren't ready for the promotion or we aren't ready for the stretch opportunity. When we sure as hell are, (laughs) we sure as hell are. But the message that we're sending out to the world is that we aren't backing ourselves. And if we aren't backing ourselves, then no one else is going to. So I want you so badly, my friend, I want you so badly to get on top of this habit of saying sorry all the time. If you are listening to this and you're going, oh my God, this is me to a T, then please please follow through on the five tactics that I am about to give you to help you get on top of this and get on top of it stat. Because what I want for you is for you to have the most unbelievable career that you can have. What I want for you is for the world to see how truly amazing and fucking brilliant you are. But in order for them to see that, you've got to be able to sell it. So these are the five tactics, five tips that I'm giving you so that you can take them today and start implementing them from tomorrow. So the first is around creating awareness around the habit of saying sorry, right? So as with the example that I just gave you, I had no awareness of that I was even doing it until somebody told me, somebody prompted me to start thinking about it and and they prompted me to draw awareness to the habit that was there right? Once you become aware of a habit and you can actually consciously start tracking it, it then becomes so much easier to start curbing that behavior. So I want you to start counting how often you say it in a day or a week. I mean, literally start counting and track the number of times that you're saying sorry each day. Because once you can start calling yourself out on it, you will realize how often, how often in any given day you're choosing to step back or belittle your own worth, belittle your opinion, belittle the value that you bring. So step one, create awareness around the habit of saying sorry. Step two is how can you swap out sorry for thank you or another word that is similar, right? So swap out sorry for thank you as much as you possibly can, right? As we've been talking about language matters and especially in the corporate world, right? When we're seeking to establish credibility, authority, show up assertively, then we must, we must be sure that we aren't using language that undermines us, right? So let's say as an example that you did make an error on a document. Let's say you sent out an email to a group of people and there was an error on it. And then somebody came back and, and drew your attention to that error. The old you might have turned around and said, oh my God, how embarrassing, how terrible of me. I am so, 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 so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then you probably would have lost sleep over it and panicked about it. The new you is just simply going to respond and say, thank you for pointing that out to me. Then rectify it and move on. Rectify it and move on. The quicker you move on, the quicker everybody else will as well. You can still say thank you, acknowledge the mistake, 
and move forward instead of saying sorry and completely undermining the value that you do bring to the table over this one error. Number three, and I love this one. This is one of the best pieces of advice that I was ever given. Remember that you are paid to have an opinion on things. So start owning yours more, right? I'm going to say that again. Remember that you are paid to have an opinion on things. So don't be afraid to share yours with the world. You don't need to start your sentence with, I'm sorry, but my opinion is different. Or I'm sorry, but I've got something else to share. Or I'm sorry, but my opinion might be wrong. You don't need to belittle your worth. You don't need to belittle your own opinion. So instead, going forward, you might just say something like, oh, a different lens on this to take could be. Or my opinion differs to yours, and this is why. You have no reason to apologize for having a different opinion to someone. It's why you're there. It's what you're paid to do. Diversity of opinion and healthy debate is what businesses need more of. So don't apologize for having an opinion. Number four is measure the themes of when it occurs. So because you followed step one and you have now drawn awareness to how often you say sorry, you will also be in a position now to stop and reflect on what occasions you may find yourself saying it more than others. You might find that there is actually only very specific times where it comes up for you. Maybe it only comes up in the workplace and maybe even then it only comes up when you are in a group of people who you consider to be more senior or more experienced than you. Maybe it only comes up at home with some specific family members, right? But once you can start measuring the themes of when it occurs, then you can start doing something about it, right? You might find maybe it only comes up when you are in big crowds of people, when you're one-on-one or, you know, two-to-one with people, it doesn't come up at all for you. But until we can really unpack and track those themes, until we can get real clarity on when they come up, it is then very hard to follow through to step five, which is dig a little bit deeper into why you apologize so regularly, right? So once we've started being able to understand the themes of when when we say sorry and where it comes up, we can then start to dig deeper. We can have a far deeper level of self-awareness and longer-term growth when we can get to the root cause of what is really going on, right? So for example, maybe there is some sort of self-limiting belief that you hold around seniority of position or number of years experience that somebody has and what that therefore means for you. So the behavior that comes out is that you apologize, but what actually sits below the surface of that is a self-limiting belief around worth. We can treat the outcome, right? And some of these steps are going to help you treat the outcome of constantly apologizing with the adoption of some of these tips. But we also want to get to the root cause. We want to be able to help you curb the habit from within, unpack why you do it to start with. Why do you feel the need to apologize? What is the belief? What is at source? What is the root cause, right? If we can understand that, then you can understand why this behavior, this habit might be ingrained in you in the first place. And once we know that, we're empowered to shake it off, to move on from it. So number five, dig a little deeper 
into why you apologize so regularly. So I'm going to recap those five tips for you or five tactics really quickly. One, create awareness around the habit of saying sorry. Two, swap out sorry for thank you. Three, remember that you are paid to have an opinion, so have yours and own it. Four, measure the themes when it occurs. And five, dig a little deeper into why you apologize so regularly. I was reading an article yesterday, actually, around that on average, people with more confidence or who appear to show up with more confidence on average earn $28,000 a year more than those who don't. And I will drop the link to this study in the show notes for those that want to have a look. $28,000 a year. I think that's worth investing into looking at the language that we might be using that undermines us. The language that we might be doing that is ensuring that we are not selling ourselves with confidence. Looking at the language that we might be using that might be training our brains to think that we aren't confident or we aren't enough. And therefore we're acting accordingly. We're leaning back. We're playing small. We're shutting down. We're allowing everybody else to lean forward to demonstrate their credibility, their authority, but we're hanging back. $28,000 a year, that feels worthy to me to look into these behaviours. And I am sure if you're listening to this and you are someone who is ambitious and driven and wants career, true career success, you want to learn, you want to grow, you want to take on that promotion, that new job opportunity, then this is something that you want to get on top of now. If you're sitting there and thinking, oh, this has just brought up so much stuff for me and I don't know where to start, I would encourage you to check out our Sell Yourself with Confidence program where we dig into this and so much more in a group environment over a period of six months and you get to come out the other side ready to take control of your career, elevate your success, get the pay rise, get the promotion and show up knowing exactly who you are and what you bring to the table. I have loved having you here today. I am grateful as always for you hanging on and listening. And I hope that you will take all of the tactics that I've given you today and implement these into the way you show up in your career, in your leadership and in your life to help you drive your own definition of success. So thank you again for being here today. If you have got any questions at all, please reach out to me. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, follow us everywhere and keep in touch. If you've got a topic you would love me to dig into and talk about, I want to hear about that as well. I am here to serve you. I am here to help you grow, help you learn and to help you be the best person you can be. So thank you again, my friends and take care and I will see you very soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2 and if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, then I would love if you would leave me a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, 
You've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to sell yourself with confidence. Hey there, thanks for hanging on and thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I truly love having you with me, but I wanna make sure that you know if you're ready to work together exactly how we can do it. There are two ways to work with me individually. The first is through my private one-on-one coaching program where I only take a very limited number of clients each year by application. In this program, we create a bespoke plan for you designed to get you smashing your goals. If you're in need of someone to help you step into leadership, take control of your career, or design a powerful and energizing action plan to ensure you are seen, heard, and noticed at work or in your business, then this may be the program for you. The second way to work with me is through my private one-on-one Sell Yourself with Confidence program. This six-month proven program is purposefully created and structured, guaranteeing you get results. It's focused on four major barriers that I so often see preventing women from selling themselves. So at the end of this program, you'll walk away with a whole host of tangible deliverables, including a new pimped up resume, LinkedIn profile, relationship currency map, a unique selling proposition, a speaking with impact toolkit, and so much more. If you are ready to step up in your career or leadership, earn more, be heard more, and build an impactful and purposeful personal brand, then now is the time for you to do it. This private program will only be around for the next few months before we launch our global group Sell Yourself with Confidence program. If you feel like I would also be a good fit for your organization, let's chat about how together we can create more confident, courageous, and self-aware leaders capable of driving positive change in themselves, their teams, and in your organization. Jump on my website and download the services info pack. I'd love to chat to you. Book a call in my calendar. The link is in my show notes. Thanks again so much for listening.